joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by the incredible Fidel Gonzalez. He is a branch manager at Nexa Mortgage. Fidel, man, we should have been recording before we hit record because we just had the most amazing conversation. But, you know, we want to make sure that we share yeah. with the audience a little bit of what ah. we were discussing. All right. So, 100%. All right, you've been doing this 14 years. You got into the industry. I'm going to let you actually share how you came in because it's a great story. But, you know, Mm -hmm. we get in a lot of times, most of the time by accident. But we stay in this incredible industry because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So, Fidel, we'd love to hear, what is your why? So... That's an interesting, you know, up until this year, I I would have given you a completely different answer. And, you know, one of the things that I think that we should all be comfortable in knowing is that why is change along the way? And it doesn't mean that you're supplementing or taking or subtracting from another. It's like there's something else that comes out and says, hey, how about this as well? It adds. So it fortifies about, about the base why, right? My why has always been my family, um, my my heritage, who I am, where I am, where I come from. So it's always the family. Um, I'm Fidel, by the way, is a, is a family name. I am Fidel number four. My son is Fidel number five. Oh, wow. So for, 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 I think by the first Fidel was born May 13th, like 1888. Wow. I don't remember the exact dates. So somebody, the first male of the first, you know, so the first male, to, to, to come to your family gets the name Fidel and has happened for, you know, over what that's almost, we're going on a hundred almost 130 something years. Somebody with my name and somewhat of my bloodline has mm-hmm. walked this earth. Right. So I take great pride in that and great, um, you know, it, it is something that's very heavy for me to carry the name in that forward. So um, it's my family. And my family includes my wife, my kids, uh, especially my kids, uh, you know, my boys. I have two boys um, for, for that, for, for to build something for them that is, you know, a changing for our family, our family name, so that our family name gets remembered after all this is said and done. I'm first generation here. My parents were born in Mexico. I was born in Texas, right? I was given the blessed opportunity to be in this country and allow myself to be anything that my little mind could imagine. Uh, I won't say little because my head is huge, uh, <laughs> but uh, but reality is that is that is my why, my family. Um, along this 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 year, something that really came to me, um, you know, kind of side of of necessarily. It's not. It it goes in. It goes. It kind of it goes in side by side with what we do for a living. Obviously, I'm a mortgage a mortgage loan originator, a branch manager, right? But the whole point is we're trying to do is serve the client with their home. Right, um, not a house, a home. A home is a, it's important as a definition. House is something. A home is like right here. Right, you're yeah. forming a home um, where some little boy, some little girl can dream, like I did at one point. My, I'll confess, my first dreams were like many little boys who are sports inclined to become some kind of professional athlete. Once I knew I wasn't going to be so tall to maybe play in the NBA, because we were talking about Jordan earlier, uh, it was football. I love football. Um, but being first, I'm the firstborn, obviously, right? The firstborn, and my parents are Mexican. They had no idea what football was, and they never allowed me to play it, right? So for a long time, I felt a little bit of like, 
why didn't you let me? Why didn't you let me? Why didn't you let me? Who knows why? I don't know why that happened. It didn't happen. Um, and now we're here, right? So it's like, you can't question what happened before. It's like what the opportunity is now. So my, my why, my, ne my next addition to my why, which is my family, my heritage, and all, all those, those items here is the next one is that my why is to show those little, you know, those little boys and girls, specifically the ones that look like me, the little brown boys, little brown girls that just say, hey, this is what life can offer. And mm -hmm. this is what we can do in a country in which we're given the opportunity to be endless, the opportunity to be limitless. Um, and that happened actually this year at the, at the 2020 event, frankly, um, when, when, uh, when Les Brown said it starts with us. It just really just yeah. hit and rattled my insides. And, and um, as, as that all kind of came out, um, I was that little boy once, right? My parents were, you know, uh, foreign to this land, did not know the, the exact way to navigate the world, right? So they learned with me, right? Sure. Much like new parents. And, it, and this happens across the board. This is not just for immigrants or not immigrants, right? So it, it, we can just all, I'm sure we can all relate to the fact you're a new parent. Your first child's born and Very we're just scary. going through this whole, <laughs> we're going through this whole thing. We're like, are we messing them up? I don't know, right? So it's just that element, but this time it's like the fact that you don't know the language, you, you your family is far, far away. So you have a lot of those comforts that you have in normalcy of life that are taken. So um, a lot of the times, you know, I was the one doing the translating, right? Yeah. I was the one doing a lot of that stuff. Um, and a lot of times when immigrants leave wherever they come from, they stick to whatever it is that was there at that time. I almost call it like, um, I almost call it like a, a uh, like kind of bias per se. Um, but it's, they get stuck in where they came from. Well, that's well, their comfort. They, where they came from. That's their yeah, comfort, the comfort right? zone, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They get stuck there and they don't, and then they, 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 they remember the old, let's just say the old, the yeah. old times and how it was, even though they're continuing adjusting, but they're over here in this other land trying to hold on to whichever yeah. makes them feel comfortable. And, and not, maybe I guess normal, comfortable to get to the better word, I think here. Um, so they feel comfortable and they feel protected in that and they kept that, right? Well, my family in Mexico was continually evolving and they were kind of, we were stuck in this here, right? Mm. So like, so it's interesting because I'm 37 years old. They've been in this country for like 30, 39. My dad's English is still, he can get, he can, he, he can. It's just very heavy accent, right? And um, so he was always kind of leaned on us, right? It was that, 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 that immigrant, that, that immigrant, everybody who's a first generation immigrant will tell you the same thing. We've all gone through the same thing. I don't care which corner of the earth our parents may come from, but it's always like, we're always doing the translating and all that stuff. But it's kind of like, Sometimes you got a little when you're, you know, you got a little like embarrassed about it, right? Yeah. You were, you were different, right? Like you yeah. look, not only did you look different, but your family dynamics might've been a little bit different because you're growing up in a different, a little bit of a blended, blended way. So that's my, the, my biggest why. And now, it's a big right? responsibility with, on a child, yeah, right? Yeah, it's it, a big responsibility. It, yeah. hundred percent. It forces you to do, you know, to grow at different levels and, you know, um, Obviously, uh, one of the other things I did have a sister that passed when I was when I was six. She was three. Um, that forced uh, my my maturation quicker, yeah. right? Um, so I became something that I was not before at a very young age to 
in order to be able to handle it, right? To understand it along with yeah. all the other just nuances that we're going through, that became another thing. So I happen to say this to somebody, I have this, and we were discussing this earlier, right? This constant desire for more. And somebody said, it, I don't remember who said this to me, but it came, somebody said, maybe the reason you do have is because you're living for two, oh, right? Wow. So my, I have, I have three younger brothers, but none of them had the opportunity of meeting her um, because she was, you know, she was in between us. Right. So um, it was just kind of one of those, those things that I felt that um, it felt like it's always been something a part of me and it never will cease to be a part of me. And I, and I live in in a way to also highlight you know, her, because it's our family, yeah. right? It's not just me. It's not Fidel. It's, it's all right. of us. It's, right. it's all the Gonzalez and, and all that. Sure. It's, it's to show, show, show the world what, what we can do. And now I, my, my purpose is, is uh, not only with through the mortgage world, right? Um, because providing a home and in, in a place where little, little boys and little girls can dream because you never know what they're going to do. Like That's they right. could be the one to cure cancer or, yeah you know, solve uh, world hunger or be the person that unifies this or the, we just don't know. And my love, my, my internal chase right now is to improve the world. So my why is people like in a way, like just people and it's everybody. It's a love in a, in a, in a respect for the fact that we cannot have anything if it's not for people. And we also have, we're doing it for people. Right. So it's just this whole, I love that. I, I love that so much. And and what we don't realize, what, what we all need to recognize is how one moment of listening or sharing kindness can change and create yes. a ripple that you may never, ever realize the impact of that. And, you know, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. And somebody was telling a story about how he was in an airport. He was actually in Ohio. I remember this. He was in Ohio. And there was a gentleman, you know, when you go up and you're scanning to go in, right? And every time that someone would come up to scan their boarding pass, he would say, Fidel, you look amazing today. Like you're, you know, because he would see the name and he would call the person by name and Mm -hmm. then tell them like, like, Oh, I love your bag or, or man, you know, you're rocking this outfit or you're, you're incredible. Right. Mm -hmm. And what happened was at first the people were like, all weirded out. Like what, what, like almost taken aback. But then Mm -hmm. as each person passed, the people behind would look forward to what he was going to say to them. And Mm -hmm. then as the people got on the airplane, each person was going above and beyond to help people put the luggage up higher or get out of the way because they were in such a good mood because that gentleman called them by name and said a kind word, whatever the word was, it didn't Mm -hmm. matter. It Mm -hmm. changed everyone's mood and perspective. So for that point, just the fact that you are saying, I see you, Right. I see you, whatever, little boy, little girl, whatever. I see you. I understand you. I relate Mm -hmm. to you. And I'm here to tell you, you have no limits. You can be and do anything that you set your mind to do. Sometimes just that is the difference. 
break the mold, right? Like, you know, so like, you know, one of the things is growing up as, as a Mexican, like I am Mex Mexican descent or, you know, Hispanic descent. Generally, it's like, you know, you have a lot of labor positions and, you know, construction, you know, cooks, line cooks, things that sort of listen, none of those are, there's nothing wrong with that profession at all. I just want them to understand that there's, that there's more and they could dream of being more. They don't have to fall into those, those, uh, I have to do this because my father did this. Uh, or my mother did this and I did this and this is what I know. It's push the limits of curiosity of saying, hey, what can I achieve with myself? What the opportunity that we have is endless here, right? So, and some of them will you know, grow up to create amazing businesses, right? Construction business, you know, landscape, whichever it is. Reality is of just wanting to tap in to say, hey, whichever that dream is, I know it might sound incredibly wild and out of reach for someone who comes from a background like yours, but if I promise you, if you set and you want it and you work at it, it's achievable. Anything's achievable, whichever that is, which, whichever that dream is. And I, it doesn't matter to me what that dream is because we discussed this earlier. So one of the other things I've been obsessed with lately is what, what the word success means. Success is a determination that only you can make, whether you're successful or not successful, because there are billionaires who feel miserable and not successful at all. And then there are people in this world with a dirt, you know, with the dirt floor and a tin roof that fed their family that day and that feel incredibly successful. Think about that. Like two aspects of the difference of, of, of uh, just complete utter day, day and night. And yet the difference in feelings of, of, of people because of their identification of how they identify right here with what the word success means. It's your success, whichever that looks like. It, 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 nobody can judge, only you can judge it. That is correct. All right. So now I want to go into impact, right? Mm -hmm. So you've been doing this for 14 years and yep. we all have those stories, right? We all have those mm -hmm. special stories that just sit with us. They sit in our hearts. And I, this is my most favorite part. I love to hear, you know, those moments of where you just felt impact. So give me one of those glorious stories where so, you just, you know, you feel felt it. So um, I, I I know one in particular um, that was that was that was pretty you know pretty interesting in in how we were able to help and get there. But reality, it happens on a day to day basis. Every day we talk to somebody or do something for someone, we're 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 impacting their lives, right? So I remember this one. So they had to sell their house. Um, they sold their house and then they, they, their credit was pretty bad. Like it was, it was very bad. And we were able to massage it, get them, get them there to get the kids into the right school district that they needed to be in. Right. So that was one of the big ones. But I do remember this one, I believe the, the details will escape me exactly, but I remember that she was struggling with making her payments in general. Right. And it was just, this is just a cash out refi. Right. But she she came to us with you know with this her her you know her whichever it is that it was that it was troubling her and then we discovered it okay hang on let's dissect this what's your you know what are we talking about here it was cash flow right she had a lot of equity in her property she had no idea that she could do this and we ended up saving her like twenty two hundred dollars a month wow. in outflow right and she was just so thankful that was able to stop and take the time and just not just just kind of brush it aside because we had to work on her credit. We had to do a couple of different things and we kind of put it all together in order to kind of put her in that position. And that happened again last year with, with a, another young couple here in Florida as well, right? The same thing we did for them. 
Um, it's just helping them understand how the cash flow put them in a better place, even though with, we know what's going on with rates, right? Um, people don't want, they're so attached to something that is, you know, honestly meaningless if you're struggling, right? So if you yeah. redo your mortgage at a higher rate and are able to really make your life easier on a month to month cash flow basis, why not, right? But sometimes it's just a digestion of, of, do, of, of allowing that. And I mean, as far as on the on the, on the uh, Spanish side, because I am bilingual, right? Uh, you know, many many of people helping them achieve home ownership, right? And they're just endlessly thankful for the ability and the guidance to to become a homeowner, especially over the last couple of years, because it's been already it's been hard, right? Yeah. So it's been hard, and a lot of times immigrants have shallow credit history, which is leaning you towards a government product, which was not favorable they couldn't for win the bids, right? The they last two the years. Yeah. The last two years have been nothing besides like grinding against pavement because it's just the demand has been so endless. But so th those are those are a huge uh, you know, and, and they still continue to happen on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's almost like it's almost like a doctor sometimes. One of one of my uh one of my managers back in the day said, No, we're almost as important as doctors. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right? We're not saving lives here, but in reality. Every client that we touch, if we really take the time to dissect and not just, you know, hey, they come in and we give them a, a script for medicine, say, okay, so what, what's going on? Dig a little bit deeper, just a little bit deeper, become that trusted financial, I don't want to say like you're consulting them or any of that. So I just say, okay, so what could we do? Offer them the options and then they end up picking what's best for them. So every day we have the ability to change somebody's life every single day in this business. And that's, I think that's incredibly impactful. If you talked to me four, five, six years ago, I wouldn't that that would have been not the mindset. But like as you kind of develop and grow into yourself as a uh, as a human, I won't even say adult because I think there are some very young folks with a lot less experience with the great wisdom as well. It's just growing in, and it happens to you at your time when you're supposed to have it. You know. But it, it's funny, Fidel. I would tell you exactly the same thing. When I was first in the industry, I didn't feel like I was changing lives. So mm -hmm. I agree with you. There's like a light bulb that goes off at some point. When you're, you're like, like, wow, we actually wow. do something that is pretty important, right? Yeah, like, it's not like we're important. just, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it's, and, and the discovery point is really in light, like, that's where, like, that's where it really kicks. Yeah. That, that point, and when you discover and that light bulb goes on, we discussed earlier that, you know, for me, it took about 11 years. Uh, and I believe you said that yours was about 15 or so, where it's like, yep. boom, okay, we're, we're doing this in a different way. Right. Correct. So, um, it's beautiful when it clicks and when, when that happens and when you really take to it and, and you have a choice there too, right. Much like anything in life, we have a choice. We can either discover that and, and pave that out, uh, uh you know, and, and really develop, or we can say, ah, and just go on it because the world is noisy and full of distractions and different things. So that is um, correct. Chase the change, I guess. Let's just say, right? There you go. And that leads me to my last question. And this is perfect. I've been through exactly what you were just saying. So, mm -hmm. all right, here we are. You you had said to me earlier before we started recording that although you've been doing it for 14 years, the first 11, you kind of felt like you were repeating the same year over and over again. So I'm, Fidel, I'm obsessed. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, though, I want to know what would be that piece of advice to a newer person coming in? Like, what, what would you tell them as far as what's the best way for them to have that open mind, or what should they do? What would be that guidance for someone new coming in? 
So I, I'll I'll answer in a fashion of saying, hey, if 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 Fidel now could talk to Fidel when he started, right? And I you gotta I'll frame it a little bit because we'll talk about how we got into the industry. Many of us, as you mentioned, get into this industry by to be just tripped and tripped into it, right? So I came out of college in 07. I wanted to manage money. Well, I had a baby face. Uh, still do. If I shave this, I look like I'm 12. Uh, so may, um, may that stick with you for them. <laughs> God, God willing, yes. <laughs> yeah. So 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 I wanted to do that. Um, I had some interviews lined up. I won't mention the companies. It was all looking great, and then the world started changing. Um, mm. And all of a sudden, crickets, right? And the world, the financial crisis starts happening. I'm working with my father, who is a mason, right? By trade, a mason. He owns a masonry company. And um, I am engaged. I got engaged that, that year of 07 uh, to my, my wife, right, Emily? And she and she goes, you know what? But I'll, like, it's time for you to get a, 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 a big boy job, right? Um, you can't you like, I'm like, I do have a job. We're working in the family business. Right. Um, and she was like, no, like that's, you know, that's, that's really difficult right now. And with the world that we're in and things, that's what yeah. we just need to have some stability as us starting our own family. So I'm like, okay, no, she's right. So started kind of, you know, getting into, it was about early 08, January, February, March 08 started. Okay. All right, fine. I really do have to do something a little bit different. And I was applying and things that sort, but the things with the, the world was changing quite fast. So I ended up, uh, I got a call from a company um, that recruits a lot of people and somebody saved me from them. And I ended up starting at uh, a, a regional bank in, uh, in uh, Michigan, Flagstar. I was there for, for okay. a great long time, right? For almost 10 years. So that's kind of how I got into this, right? But what I know, and I think, you know, we can say this about anywhere, it doesn't matter companies, things of that short, is a lot of times that, you know, the development of, of loan officers is a very difficult thing, especially yeah. back then, right? Like the internet wasn't as prevalent. Yeah. We did have it, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't as it like it is now. It was very different though. It, I yeah. mean, you're right, we had it, but it just, just it was, was it was just, it was incredibly different. Like now the ease of everything that we have with the cell phone, with the iPad, with this, everything, like we're just, like, we're doing so much with so little, right? So the one thing I would say is this, be open to everything. Let's have a thirst and a curiosity of knowledge, right? And and understand that the amount of knowledge that's there is is endless and be careful with it. Take it bite by bite. So sometimes in a way it's like people, like the youth want to come in either youth and experience and whatever field they're coming into, or they are young, they just want to take running at this. And sometimes that is how we burn out and how we, how we don't tap into our full potential. So what I would say is slow down sometimes, right? Um, actually take time to, to, uh, to craft your business. And above all, the most important thing is never forget why we do this. And, and I believe this, this should be every originators like motto is for people. It's to help other folks, other people achieve homeownership, right? And, and, and really grasp the importance of what they're doing on a daily basis. Because I think it's easy. And I'm not going to say that it hasn't happened at times for us that just kind of get, you know, we're just kind of like moving paperwork around. It's not. These are these are lives. These are families. These are children that are going to go to school. These are where you know a young couple gets married and are going to raise their family. There's a lot more to this. There's more power than we even think of what we're doing, but it's just treat people 
like you would want to be treated. I mean, that's huge advice for me would be is, um, is that, and also seek mentorship, right? Edu- like just continue to develop. Don't think because you've been doing it. Like I said earlier, right? I've been doing this 14 years, but I, I credit myself only probably about a year four because for a lot, like, I feel like for 11 years, I repeated the same year. And that came from a book actually. It's called Limitless by Jim Quick. It's an amazing book. I know I think that everybody book. Should. It's a good book. That, that, I mean, when he when he hit that, I'm like, wow, that yes. really rattled my. Like, when he said that, I'm like, he is so right on that because reality is, I felt like I was not improving until about three years ago, and then it just all of a sudden you see it snowball. So sometimes people come in new to this industry, and we're like, well, I want to be like him or her, and do that what she's doing and he's doing. Reality is sometimes slower is better because you need to grasp it all because it's really easy to get just completely lost in it because there's just, it's so big and we can help so many folks. And uh, I think to remind ourselves never to forget why we do this and it's to impact people and people's lives. We, we just happen to do mortgage or real estate or this or that. We just happen to do that, but we're just really in the business of people, right? Of helping people. Well, you mentioned a home, you know, using mm-hmm. that word, a home versus a house, right? Yep. And when you mm-hmm. think about that, and it, it's funny, whenever I think about someone that gets a, their first home and they have mm-hmm. children, I always mm-hmm. say to myself, like, you just changed generations because yep. you know that when you grow up in a home where your parents own the home, mm-hmm. that is how the children think. They know that when they grow up, and they go out, they get settled, then they're ready to have their job. They're not thinking about, oh, I'm going to rent for the rest of my life. They mm-hmm. say, no, I'm going to buy a home because that's what my parents did. I'm going to follow that. So mm-hmm. you're changing generations with every single new family that you work with. That's 100%. life changing. That's a ripple effect. Sta- that is it's a stability, right? Yes. Stability of something to say, hey, like no matter which happens today, and we're gonna have bad days, folks, right? Like yeah. we're it's not always gonna be rainbows and sunshines. Like we, we life is real. Life really happens, and between the bumps and the bruises, in my opinion, right? That's really where life happens, and that's really where it's at. Because it's not either about I'm jo- I'm joyful or happy or not happy. Happiness is a kind of a difficult thing to say. It's about finding joy in it, right? So let's just say you had a hard day at school, you get to come home under what your to your home right i'm going home right we always said we're going home right then we don't say we're going to the house we're going home right because home is where you know as as the saying goes home is where the heart is it just provides you a shelter a comfort and ability to dream a place a place where you know people can truly express and feel like open right like you a home you can just be open and memories yes making your memories in that home Mm -hmm. 100%. Right. 100%. So it's important. It's incredibly important what we do, um, more so than you would ever even imagine when you first start. I, I know I couldn't have even Me processed. Too. I couldn't even process the fact of how important this really is. So, you know, I it starts it started in this as a as a this is the only thing that was really hiring and the reason I got in was because I speak Spanish. That's frankly the only reason I like I'm probably that I'm that I'm in this. I'm but that's awesome. Spanish, that one right? did. That uh, was your that was your that, the that was my open. tool. Yeah. yeah. That, that's where and then for a long time I thought I was just gonna get out, right? I'm just gonna make some money, get out and things <laughs> of that sort, because it is a you know a, a lucrative position, right? But it also is just 
reality is it's not it, you know it, it's not for that it's for the fact of how we get and make an impact to the world and then specifically with my you know my secondary or my most recent discovery of why is allow those little boys and little girls to understand what you know financial education and in general and home ownership can do for those dreams and just like water water and fertilizer on them that's really what it is we're, we're fertilizing those dreams I love it. Well, Fidel, we know that you're going to continue to change so many lives of others, whether it's the boys and girls or whether it's their families that are going to become homeowners. We wish you mm -hmm. all the best, always. Thank you so much for sharing your why with all of us. And you keep being great out there. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate, appreciate you having me on. I appreciate it.